Hello and welcome to Besco's Eco Show. My name is Kayla Enti. I'm the founder of Besco, and here joining us in the studios at Radio Free Brighton is Lucy Kimberly, our marketing coordinator. So today we're going to talk about some very exciting topics. One of them uh, being the topic of the fuel poverty. Some of the articles that have come up lately uh, about it as well as talking about the uh, government's Green Deal Home Improvement Fund, of which we've got actually one project on the go working with um, a number of Victorian terraces uh, in the area of Hanover to take advantage of that Home Improvement Fund. And um, the last thing is kind of a brief mention about the Eco-Technology Show, which is a big event that happens in Brighton every year. Um, and it took place last Friday and Thursday. So, um, yeah, well, welcome to the show, Lucy. And I, I will say that we're very grateful to be able to broadcast here from uh, the Radio Free Brighton studios. Uh, what an exciting time for energy we have right now because the government is really pushing this um, Green Deal Home Improvement Fund. Uh, there was an article today that talked about um, 2.6 million pounds have been issued to households in the first week of the fund, which is really exciting. The, um, the monies that are available, it's £7,600 that a householder can get. A lot of it is associated with external wall insulation, um, up to 6000 you can get for installing that wall insulation, and uh, another £1,000 for installing two measures from their uh, approved list which includes double glazing or floor insulation, underfloor heating, um, uh, floor insulation, and replacement doors. The external wall insulation is re really interesting, and there are a number of homes across uh, Brighton that have already had external wall insulation. Uh, they had them in association with the Green Deal Pioneer Places project, which was um, offered by the government last year. Uh, £10,000 was attributed to households for doing some external wall insulation and then maybe boiler replacement or installing energy meters in the homes and looking at um, the draft proofing or um, double glazed windows. The people who got these measures for free, we've talked to a couple of them. They're really, really happy with what has been done. They've noticed a difference in, in the thermal efficiency of their homes and it translates right into their energy bills. So if you have a house that uh, has solid wall um, solid walls, which means that it's probably built before 1940, then give us a call and we'll see if there's a way that we can help you, lead you in the right direction to get um, external wall insulation through one of our uh, suppliers that we work with. And 
you can rely on BESCO to ensure that you get the best quality work and that we could stand behind any work that is done on your home because we don't just work with anyone we work with people that have a proven track record in this type of works so um, we're also doing a project with a company called energy express which is a brand new idea it's a very what they call light touch energy efficiency measures so it's two men who go into your home and they have a quick look around and see what they can do to automatically save you money on your energy bills. And this might be switching out uh, some of your lighting for LED lighting. I was in a home today where just the two lamps, ceiling lamps, individually used 600 watts of electricity um, so if you were able to switch out some of your bulbs for LED uh, bulbs, usually the return is between one year and 18 months. Uh, so the, the nice thing about having these guys from Energy Express come in is they're experts. Obviously, they're heating and electricity experts. They just come in and they do it all for you and uh, you get the benefit. We are trying to ensure that the benefit is received in a period of less than two years, which is really great. It's a, it's a great way of, um, of saving money right away. Uh, the energy bills that we've been looking at from customers are demonstrating that the prices are continually increasing. Um, in a rate between 6 and 12% per year, depending on who your energy supplier is. So if you're looking at these increasing prices, taking action to reduce your energy consumption is really important, and you will notice the difference. And not only that, but you also will be reducing your carbon emissions, which is making a great contribution to our environment. So it's a win-win for your family, for yourself, and for the environment. So I suggest you get in touch with us. Um, that's bhesco.co.uk, and we can help steer you on the path towards um, reduction in your energy consumption. Not only that, but also if you have a nice roof or uh, a nice property, you might be able to get some solar electricity or biomass heating for your uh, home. So there's lots of possibilities. There's lots of things that we can do. Just give us a call. So um, Lucy, I see that you um, got some information on um, households that are in debt to their energy suppliers. Um, did, you, did you have anything you wanted to um, talk to about that? Because we've got a blog that you've posted for us. Yeah, so thanks for having me, Kayla. I thought um, today, going on what you've said already in the work that BESCO does, um, as the marketing coordinator at BESCO, I developed the website and the blog posts for um, for the website. 
I've been noticing that there's more um, more in the press about energy debt and um, households in fuel poverty, which you've just spoken about. And I thought, it's June. People shouldn't be in fuel poverty in June. It's the summer. So it's just really interesting that these articles are coming out at this time of year when we'd actually really expect them to be coming out when people's bills start going up, perhaps in the autumn. So... The article which um, I got the information from and the blog that follows is about 14% of UK households are in debt to their energy supplier. Now, it says that they're in debt and because they're in debt, they can't switch. What's the problem with people not being able to switch supplier? Yeah, well, basically what happens is if you have a debt to your energy supplier, they won't let you leave their service until you pay off the debt. So we are doing something about that. We're taking action at BESCO to do something about this, to help people who are paying a lot of money because it's a vicious circle. You're paying a lot of money um, on your energy bills and you can't switch supplier. Uh, So what we're doing is we've got a fund that we put together from the commission that we earn when people switch to ecotricity. And part of the action that we're going to take on that fund is paying off people's debt so and giving them advice to help them switch supplier. Now, I'm not guaranteeing that we can help everybody in Brighton and Hove to pay off their debt to their supplier, but the more people who switch to a ecotricity and that we get the commission uh, from that, the more we'll be able to help people get out of fuel poverty. And we're going to be running a really big campaign about that, aren't we, in, in September, Lucy, with the students at University of Brighton. Yep, the campaign that's going to start um, in September, we're really focusing on how we can help students and how they might be able to switch supplier. So switching supplier is a good thing because it means that people can ensure that they're on the right tariff for their requirements. Is that right? Yeah, that's exactly right because we do a lot of bill checking and a lot of analysis and what we see is that people might switch uh, to their supplier and then after that period, their contract period ends, the supplier just continues to increase their prices. So you have to be quite proactive about ensuring that you get a good tariff from your energy supplier. And, and BESCO can help with that. So th- is this one of the reasons that people will be in fuel poverty as well? Does um, a debt to an energy supplier lead to fuel poverty, do you think? It can lead to fuel poverty if you live in a home that is very drafty or has damp or the heating system is old and you're not able to replace that. Um, I was in a house the other day where the people have no control over any of their radiators so it's all connected to one system and they can't even control the temperature that um, for their heating in their house. So, if you are in, uh, if you have a landlord, and uh, he has not upgraded your boiler or your radiator system, that could be one of the reasons why people are in fuel poverty. I mean, there's many, many reasons. Um, it's not only, it's also people who maybe live in a big home, but they don't earn a lot of money. 
Um, they, they might own the home, uh, but they can't really afford to leave or they don't want to leave their home. And so they choose to maybe heat only one or two of those rooms and or, or maybe some people don't even turn the heat on at all. And there can be other pressures. So this article says that the number of fuel pool households with dependent children surpassed 1 million in 2012. So that's houses with children and um, especially young babies need to be kept warm and having a correct room temperature is obviously really important. So this article came out in June, I'm um, just looking at it now, the 12th of June, saying that more families are in fuel poverty than at any other time for a decade. And rising bills leave households choosing between heating and eating, official statistics show. So this is why we want to tackle fuel poverty. If people are spending less on their energy bills, they've got more money to spend on other areas in their lives, which may be uh, more, well, what they see is more important. Obviously, heating your home is important, but they've got more of a disposable income to spend um, on looking after each other, uh, food, for example. So this year, the total number of fuel pool households is projected to have risen again. Um, leaving more than 10% of all households struggling to stay warm and stay above the poverty line. I mean, 10% of all households, that's a very high number. Yeah, it, as it, it's almost 4 million people who are in fuel poverty. And we've seen quite a few of these people in Brighton and Hove. Not everyone, and we're actually trying to identify some people, especially in the area uh, around Hove Station, because we have some funding to help make some improvements to properties around there. So if you are having difficulty paying your fuel bill and you live in the area around Hove Station, give us a call because we might be able to do something to help. And this is something in, uh, that citizen advice are admitting and saying is a really big problem. This article says that um, Gillian Guy from Citizen Advice saying making homes energy efficient has to be at the core of any strategy to tackle fuel poverty, which is exactly what we're doing at BESCO. Um, yet attempts to bring the nation's housing stock up to scratch are failing. Again, we can help with that and those are things that we are trying to overcome to help people get out of fuel poverty. It also says, interesting, Kayla, and it'd be interesting to see what you think about this, the Green Deal is not appealing to consumers. And do you think this is why the Green Deal Home Improvement Fund has been so um, successful? Why was the Green Deal not appealing beforehand? Yeah, well, they've changed a lot of the rules around the Green Deal to try and make it more appealing for people. Uh, you don't have to use Green Deal finance in order to get the Green Deal. You need to have a Green Deal assessment. And apparently there are 176,000 Green Deal assessments performed and only 1,800 uh, Green Deals that have are now being rolled out. And the reason for that is there's a lot of reasons, but one of them is that you get a Green Deal assessment and then you just don't know what to do with it. You don't know how to take it further. Uh, there's nobody that's holding your hand through this process. And that can be another service that BESCO can do for people is to help take them through the process of um, making their homes more energy efficient. Because it is a technical 
speciality. It's not something that people just generally know about. You have to do the research. You have to understand about the technologies and what are the best things to do. Um, there are a lot of homes with single glazed windows, for example. However, if you live in a period home, it might be really expensive to replace those windows. You're talking about maybe 6,500 pounds to replace windows in the front of your house on two floors. A lot of people can't afford that. So what we would suggest is that you use a uh, plastic film that can just take you through the winter and it's really cheap. It's like 10 quid and you can just put it on yourself. Or this is something that Energy Express can do for you, for example. So there are so many alternatives now for people. You just need a trusted supplier, and that's why we created BESCO, because we're a community group. We're a not-for-profit social enterprise. The only thing we care about is helping people in the community to feel happier, warmer, and safer in their own homes. And that's exactly what we do. And I think um, some of the people that we've been working with, and I know we've certainly had one customer who Kayla has been earnestly helping who has just switched supplier. Um, this article says that over the, la over the years, um, fuel poverty really hits elderly people and that they face the biggest financial struggle. Um, couples over the age of 60 were on average £530 short of the cash needed to keep warm and stay above the poverty line. So that's a real problem that we're seeing and they're a target audience for us, I know. And the problem with it, and would you agree with this, is because of their stable income. Unfortunately, um, the elderly often have a fixed amount which they receive each month through um, whatever that might be, a pension or perhaps if they have some kind of benefit. So they're least likely to be able to supplement that by um, gaining extra work like um, some, some younger people might be able to. So is it one of the things that BESCO is doing is working with the elderly? Do you think that's a really important target audience for us? Oh, it's crucial. Uh, and the reason why it's crucial is because if you're over 60, uh, you have a higher chance of getting into serious health problems if your home is cold, damp, or uncomfortable. And this year we had a really modest and mild winter. The year before we had a really tough winter and 30,000 winter deaths occurred because of the cold winter. And about 95% of those 30,000 winter deaths were from people who were over 60 years old. So it is a real problem and we need to look after our older uh, generation. Um, and that's one thing that BESCO certainly wants to do. We worked two years ago on the Your Warm Home project and older people do get a supplement, uh, a heating supplement every month from the government. However, that might not even be enough depending on the type of heating system that you have and uh, the, the way that your home is constructed. So yeah, if you're over 60 and you're concerned, um, certainly in the run up to the winter, I would suggest to get in touch with us and see if there's a way that we can help you. Or if you're listening to this and you think you know someone who's in that, that um, age bracket or um, falls into that category, please pass on our details and get them to get in touch. And <clears throat> while we're talking about age, we'll go to the other end of the spectrum. Kayla briefly touched on it. 
We'll be working with um, Brighton Student a Union of Students in the autumn to help students make their homes more energy efficient. And we'll particularly be looking at um, how they can switch to um, a more um, sustainable energy supplier with ecotricity. And also a lot of students are on prepayment meters. So we've spoken about this in shows before and we've stressed um, how awful they are, particularly if you're with the big six and you're possibly paying up to 30% more for being on a prepayment or key meter um, than you are if you're paying by direct debit. However, with Ecotricity, with their one simple tariff for electricity and one simple tariff for gas, that includes, they call it pay as you go or being on a prepayment meter. So if you are paying by that, you can swap switch to Ecotricity and immediately you'll see a saving. And that's just because you switch to a supplier who are more ethical in their um, tariffs. They only have one tariff and they believe that that is simple, more simple than um, the, the big six offer. So that's what we'll be saying to students. If you're on a prepayment meter, why not switch to Ecotricity? Not only will your electricity be 100% renewable, but you will be also guaranteed to make a saving um, from uh, the current prepayment meter that you're on. And presumably, prepayment meters are in this vicious circle of view poverty as well, because people like them because they can keep a track of what they're spending, but actually they're so much more expensive. Yeah, that's absolutely right. I, uh, they're, they're so much more expensive. The people that we've helped to switch off of... Um, their current supplier on a prepayment meter, we've had savings of up to £400 a year just from uh, switching off of their prepayment, um, their current supplier. You can save up to 5p per kilowatt hour. And uh, some people are in fuel poverty, um, in fuel debt on a prepayment meter. And that that's a big problem because uh, you'll get into fuel debt, the energy supplier will put you on a prepayment meter and put you on a payment plan for paying off your fuel debt, but you're on a prepayment meter, which means that you're paying much more than you were paying before. And so it's a spiral, downward spiral from there, and this is how we want to help people get out of that spiral and into energy independence. So we're looking at doing a share launch in October. And this is a really exciting thing for us because we are going to be a community energy supplier, which means that people in our community will own the energy generation and the energy savings measures that we install in people's homes or in businesses which means that we're moving towards a more social enterprise way of providing energy, which is a great thing for the public and something that will really help our, our population going forward. And also, before October, talking of switching, we've said a couple of times, and um, the problems with full poverty and the problems people are encountering, we're also going to be doing a series of blogs entitled Shocking Switches. Have you tried to change um, energy provider and has it gone horribly, awfully wrong or has it taken a long time? Have you encountered some real problems with it? We know of examples too already, and well, we, I'm sure there's many, many more. Um, I personally know of one in my previous place of work um, where we were stopped switching because of an outstanding debt. However, there was no outstanding debt. 
uh, that we knew of and that we could prove that there was no outstanding debt, yet um, the supplier uh, did not believe us and would not come and talk to us face to face. And of course, when you put through to call centres and some of these big six companies, you just go round and round and round. And it ended up eight months later, after very much work by myself and by someone in our finance team, we were still no further on. Unfortunately, I left that company and moved to Besco, so they're battling on with it. So still nine months later, it's still not resolved. So if you have uh, experience of trying to switch that's not worked, we want to know about it. Please email us. Um, I will happily work with you to put a blog together. And the idea of this is that we want to tell the big six that this kind of treatment is not fair that it's not right and it shouldn't be happening. If people want to switch, they are allowed to. Why should they be stopped? And why do they think that they can hold the process up? Here at Re Free Radio Brighton, they were stopped from switching from, I don't know if I'm allowed to say <laughs> who they were um, from, but their supplier uh, did make it very difficult, but they have successfully switched to Ecotricity through BESCO, um, so that is a good success story, and we can help you with that, and we can uh, give you some advice. Um, but yes, as I say, if anyone has any shocking switch stories and they'd really like to share them, um, we'd love to hear about it. Yeah, so if you're a student and you're going to be on a prepayment meter and you want to switch to Ecotricity in this campaign, we would really appreciate it if you switched through BESCO. Well, not only would we appreciate it, it will really help us to help a lot of people coming uh, winter time uh, when we take that money and we invest it into the local community helping get people out of fuel poverty. So do it through BESCO. It doesn't cost you anything to do it through us. And yet you'll be doing a great service to our community. So thanks for coming in today, Lucy. Um, my name is uh, Kayla. And we're doing the BESCO Eco Show today. Um, I did want to talk a little bit about the Eco Technology Show and, uh, and what took place, but we don't have any more time this week, so we'll just, because it's so late anyway, we'll, we'll do it next week. So, um, everybody, I hope you enjoyed the show, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.